Spiritual but not religious is the short phrase by which an increasing number of United States Americans describe themselves. SBNR for short among religion pollsters. The most recent poll I saw, which was a few years ago, <clears throat> has 27% of us responding this way, a sharp increase over the previous such poll. People break down this issue in different ways, not surprisingly. So religious and spiritual, 48%, but that was down sharply at that last poll. Some people call themselves religious but not spiritual, 6%. And quite a few say, neither one, thank you, 18%. But it's this phrase, spiritual but not religious, that catches the imagination, certainly of a Unitarian Universalist minister, because that sounds such a, such, so much like the tension that brings many of us or keeps many of us in our congregations. And I'm wondering whether we can be a home for people who are spiritual but not religious, if we can even figure out what that means, to what extent are we already such a home? And to what extent is that just a, a tension that we'll never be able to resolve in what is, whatever you call it, unmistakably a religious institution, a congregation? This rise in the SBNRs, the spiritual but not religious, has met with some sharp responses um, out in the wider world. Some people call it a cop-out. One writer famously said, stop boring me. One thing we don't often bother to ask folks is what do they mean by religious? I'm just going to guess a little bit based on conversations I've had when I've asked people, what does this, this phrase mean to you? Why might somebody call themselves that? Why do you call yourself spiritual but not religious if you do? And it's clear that whether or not people relate to that particular phrase for themselves, they have some ideas of what might be meant by religious. Religion is seen as being dogmatic. It's known for its rigidity. It has to come with a, a caveat. Well, I don't mean that kind of religion. If you say you go to a church or you belong to a religious community, you need to say not, not rigid, not narrow. We, uh, we support LGBT rights. We believe that people find their own um, spiritual paths. Sometimes people are surprised to hear such a thing exists, and sometimes people just don't understand why you might belong to a religion if those are the values that you have. Religion clearly is associated by the SBNRs and others with um, the people who are most famous for being religious, who often exemplify the worst aspects of religion this um, narrowness of thought and hypocrisy and even violence by spirituality. If we say there's a difference between being spiritual and religious. Well, often we do know what people mean. Um, at least they might not use abstractions, but they use examples of what is a spiritual experience for them or what makes them say, I am a spiritual person. 
And these are the kinds of things that people typically say. I have spiritual experiences being in nature. Um, listening to music makes me realize that I'm a spiritual being. When I'm creating something, that's, that's spiritual. Scientific exploration, just coming up against the wonder and beauty and mystery of the world. Being with people I love, and occasionally people say being with animals I love, gives me a, a deep sense of spirituality. So trying to dis distill that, put that into some of a definition, maybe, or a description in abstract terms, such as you might have in a religious dictionary, what people seem to mean by being spiritual is experiences in which one feels intensely alive. Times that we feel a part of the whole. An experience that um, William James, a great scholar of religious experience, called the more. Just feeling that something about this experience is more. We are more at these moments. It's not just positive moments. Moments of tremendous loss or grief or trauma can take us to these places as well. This place of feeling like there is something bigger um, of which we are a part. Spirituality for people means meaning and purpose. Moments that say to us one way or another, this is important. Pay attention. Stop right here. Pay attention. What is happening here is really, really important. Those are spiritual moments. So they're often borderlands, transitions, thresholds. Moments of deep beauty. Moments of immersion. Moments of creation. And moments of connection looking into another's eyes and seeing our own experience there. And likewise, being able to be our genuine selves with another. These seem to be some of the things that we're saying if we say that spirituality. It seems to me that all of this should be exactly what religious institutions are about. Having these moments, cherishing these moments, having rituals and words and music and arts that speak to and perhaps bring about these moments. And of course, even though they tend to defy description, for example, much more than they seek the words um, such as meaning or purpose or connection, as much as they defy description, we, we want in our religious institutions a place to share about them or to hear about others, such spiritualities. So if religious institutions don't create such opportunities, if they make us choose between spirituality and religion, well, they're forcing that choice. If a church is a place to be religious, but 
it doesn't feel like a place to be spiritual, who can blame spiritual seekers for seeking anywhere but in a church? I'm sure we can all think of many examples of how religion can quash spirituality. There are those evils, those hypocrisies, yes, but also there's these more pedestrian ways that a religious community can just fail to nurture the kind of trust and vulnerability and freshness that we need to know ourselves as spiritual beings, or again, if those aren't words that work for us, as, as beings who seek out beauty and connection and meaning and purpose and a feeling of being intensely alive and creating and knowing that we're a part of a great creation. This divide between religion and spirituality is not by any means limited to certain denominations or traditions. I think it's a tension that's built into the very nature of the two things, religion and spirituality. A tension, a pulling, a, a difficult strain, but not a contradiction because Religious communities have also evolved to be occasions for spirituality. And if they wander away, then those of us who care about these ways of supporting our spirituality, well, we need to bring them back. So, for example, just looking at the ways that a community um, can aid spirituality. Um, that article by Amy Hollywood has fascinating um, background about this in, in medieval Christianity. But I, I wanted to look at some of the ways that work right here in a Unitarian Universalist congregation um, that are built of community, that are built of being together in an organization over time. One is this matter of conversation. Being a community offers a lot of opportunity, theoretically, for conversation, and conversation about those deep matters that we consider spiritual, or that some people would label spiritual. The transcendentalists, whom you may know, were very uh, tied to the Unitarian uh, early years. The transcendentalists make us think of you know, Thoreau uh, in a tiny cabin in the woods by himself, or Emerson singing the praises of self-reliance. But one of their chief spiritual practices was communal. It was conversation, salons, containers for conversation about important questions. And that is one of the things that you can get from a community of people that you can't get all by yourself. Of course, there's also written words of people, and this turns in religion into scripture. In uh, a Unitarian Universalist congregation, it can be any number of books, such as the two um, that we just heard in our readings, any 
source of insight that has been recorded by human beings so that we can enter into conversation with them. That's also a kind of community. Of course, we don't need a, a church uh, or any um, living religious community to connect us to the words of wise people through the years. But one of the things that, that religious communities ought to try to do if they want to be a home for spirituality is to collect those and, and bring out the best of those in, in their communal life. Uh, a religious community tries to do in order to be a container for spirituality is um, repeating things because um, it creates a sense of ritual and familiarity. And by repeating week after week certain formulas, repeating year after year the same holidays and readings and so on, we allow our experiences to deepen, to spiral back around to, oh, I'm in a different place now in my life than the last time I heard this, and I'm hearing something new in it, this old story or this old song. Religious communities do that really well, and that repetition is often a, a um, characteristic of spiritual practice. Symbols, such as we saw in the anthem, beautifully uh, collected by, by Bruce when he created that video. Um, symbols, again, an individual all on their own can, can um, be attracted to certain symbols. But they tend to take on a rich meaning through the layers of interpretation that very many people can bring to them. And then those layers build over the course of years, they become traditions. And so traditions can hold these meanings that help us remember, um, remember the symbols that connect us to spiritual meaning. Music, of course, is something that we practice communally, not only communally, but often, usually it has a communal aspect whether it's hundreds of people or a few or at least two, one person playing another's compositions, music tends to be a communal activity. And in uh, religious communities, they're one of the chief places that that, that happens. Monks singing Gregorian chants, um, Santeria believers drumming, Unitarian Universalists singing songs that have become familiar and beloved through our hymnals. Next month, when I talk about spiritual and secular paths throughout UUCPA's history in um, the adult religious education program, a little bit into how music has been of such high value to us because it's a source of spiritual experience for so many of us here.